Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan Stephanie Burke, and you are listening to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven, to the great saints that have gone before us, to the magisterial teaching of the church, all of which is ordered, the entire divine economy is ordered that we might come to union with God, which means freedom, liberation, joy, peace, happiness, in spite of all of our sin, and how messed up we are and how messed up the world is, we can live as lights and beacons of light uh, in in this world, no matter what's happened to us in the past. And we have an expert with us to talk about how to get free from stuff that happened in the past. Monsignor Rossetti, would you introduce him in a little more detail? Yep, absolutely. Um, Monsignor Stephen Rossetti, PhD, is the president of the St. Michael Center for Spiritual Renewal, and a research associate professor at the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. A licensed psychologist and the author of several books, Monsignor Rossetti has participated in hundreds of exorcisms. During his journey to the priesthood, he experienced a spiritual episode in which, quote, in two seconds, I learned 80% of what an exorcist needs to know, close quote, and he is the author of Diary of an American Exorcist, Demon's Possession, and the Modern Day Battle Against the Ancient Evil. So welcome, Monsignor Rossetti. Thank you for coming back. It's great to be with you both. We're so grateful for you and for the ministry that you um, participate in, that you've you founded there in Washington, D.C., and uh, so many people you're, you're helping, and, and you're, you guys have become... Uh, somewhat of pioneers in using digital technology to help people get free, uh, both with the app and with the the online sessions that you have, and then the training. You want to tell folks a little bit about, you know, uh, why that all emerged? Maybe COVID had something to do with it. Well, uh, they say necessity is a mother of invention. The first time we ever did an online uh, deliverance session was with an individual who was actually possessed and, and uh, she was away and we, we, we had to do something. And so we said, well, let's pray over the person and try it, you know? I mean, so we did and, and it was very effective. Uh, so during COVID, of course, uh, we did a lot more of that. And then what happened was, you know, we've got 35,000 uh, subscribers right now and it's rocketing up. So, and we have, we're flooded with requests and people say, I can't find a priest. I don't want to pray over me. What do I do? And so we said, well, Let's try it. I mean, let's let's pray over these people. Uh, and we just did again last night. We had uh, six thousand people register or more, and it was uh, people said it was very powerful for them. So we've done it several times. We pray over them online. It's not an exorcism; it's a deliverance session. Uh, but uh, God is generous, and the uh, graces given were astounding. And so this is our way of helping those you know thousands of people that we just can't pray over individually. Yeah, that's really beautiful. You know, it's, it's helpful to anybody. They don't have to be possessed to benefit from this. I know that a number of our team, all kinds of people were, you know, connected to us in um, the Avila Foundation and Apostoli VA. Our own son was on last night, you know, he was listening. 
and it's incredibly powerful. I've listened. It's really huge. So I would encourage people to do that because it's just um, just what, really a method. It's it's the Lord's means of providing for his people when, you know, there's a, um, a dirge of resources in other areas. So, you know, if we're struggling, we can reach out and we're just so grateful for you. For and what's that. the URL that they, uh, you want, it's right there on the, the yes, center. the, the, uh, the, Saint U, center. the St. Mike, I don't see it. Oh, Catholic exorcism.org. There it Jordan is. Just Jordan just screen, dropped so. it in. Yeah. Right. Catholic exorcism.org is where you can find this. And the other thing I think you're doing is remarkable, uh, is, uh, doing some training for priests as well. So, um, I know we have a lot of priests that listen to this show, mostly, uh, not live streaming, but when it airs as they're getting ready for mass, we've been told many times, I listen to you when I'm getting ready for mass. Um, can you tell the, the, the priests listening and the folks who, who may know priests who are interested the, about the online training that you have for them? Well, the first thing, uh, Dan, is that, you know, most priests get no training in deliverance ministry. Now, right. For the first time, I was asked to go to a seminary about a month ago. And I, I spoke uh, at the request of the rector. I was happy to do so. And, and the fourth year seminary is about to be ordained. He said, I've been here for four years. I've never heard a thing about this. So we're sending our priests out into the field uh, with zero training in this. And what happens is that, you know, lots of people come after them and say, Father, help me with this, help me with that. And the priest goes, you know, you're either crazy. I don't understand what to do with this. I don't know what to do. I mean, they just throw their hands up and they say, Talk to the exorcist or something. Uh, it's a part of our ministry. You know, the uh, before Vatican II, uh, when you ordained a priest, you received the, the minor order of exorcist. Right. And, and still, it's part of, deliverance is part of every priest's uh, ministry. Now, yes, you have to be uh, appointed by the bishop to do solemn exorcisms. But as you mentioned, Stephanie, that many, 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 many people have demonic issues. And and, and, and just a little bit of praying could be very helpful. So what, what do we do about that? Well, I put together 10 videos. They're on our website. You, you need uh, a password, but just contact us. We'll give it. And, and 10 videos for priests on how to do deliverance ministry. It's very simple, but uh, these 10 videos will, will get you there and get you started in this ministry. It's catholicexorcism.org. Is that the right URL to yes. get that? And under, under resources, you'll see uh, deliverance training for priests. Great. Thank yeah. you for doing that. I mean, I've had a priest actually, we, a young priest recently ordained, uh, actually weep in a conversation mm -hmm. because his heart ached so deeply for uh, the people coming to him. He's like, I don't know what to do, and I'm not getting any help from my diocese. So we definitely are uh, pointing these kind of folks to you guys were really grateful for that, for that work you're doing. Yeah. Well, I, I was just contacted by some priests in Ireland, for example, who asked for help and beautiful so priests around the world. Uh, unfortunately it's only in English, but, but many people do speak English. So that's great. God, that's be really beautiful. And it, it's kind of interesting because it, it kind of, uh, it's, I think, you know, there's no mistake with our ministry. It's all over the world. Your ministry is now spreading all over the world. And um, that, that we have found our cross path or past, our past crossing is yeah. just really beautiful in God's providence. So to that end, you know, priests have all kinds of people coming to them. Help me. This is going on in my family. I don't know what to do or my household or my health or whatever. Um, 
how did you, and, and often individuals like that, priests like that are being called to deliverance ministry or ultimately maybe to exorcism. How did that happen for you? Can you tell us about how did this develop? How did it emerge in you? Um, and how did you find yourself in this line of work? Well, uh, as you mentioned uh, before that, Stephanie, that a lot of priests are being called. We had a young priest come to us who was, were training and it just, people started gravitating to him. Just for some reason, they would find him and say, Father, I've got problems with this. And, and he, he just said, they kept coming to me. So there are certain people that God's calling. That's one way of knowing. When people keep coming to you and saying, I've got evil spirits, you're probably being called. So we can help you, train you up. So that's fine. Now, how, how, how did I get in the ministry? Well, you know, uh, the short answer was the proximate cause was, as uh, you know, I'm a licensed psychologist, which is very helpful in this ministry. And uh, the bishop had a case. He asked me to do the eval, which I did as a psychologist. And I said, not psychological problems, probably a spiritual problem. You need an exorcist. So the bishop asked three different priests uh, to do it. And they all said no. So I'm sitting there with the, with the vicar general. I said, well, you know, give it to me. How hard can it be? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kind of dumb statement, but uh, and that one, unfortunately, I had a, a wonderful uh, senior exorcist who remained anonymous, but uh, he really uh, trained me, and which is critical. But then that you're you're implying earlier that the experience I had as a seminarian, I think, a sign that the Lord was calling me to this this ministry. I was, and this is not uncommon. I just got a call from a seminarian yesterday who had similar kinds of experiences. I was lying in bed at night, uh, not asleep, but you know, completely awake. And all of a sudden, there was this spiritual evil force that attacked me with a speed, which was incredible, and a power is incredible. I knew that I was going to be overwhelmed within, within seconds. So by the grace of God, I knew what it was. It was it never happened before. It was, it was a demon, obviously. And uh, I leaped out of bed, and I grabbed my rosary beads. And the minute I grabbed my rosary beads, Bang, stop. Uh. The whole thing lasted about two seconds, if that, maybe a second and a half. And I learned a lot that day. First of all, demons like angels move with the speed of thought, which is, it was incredibly fast. And also, the weakest demon in the world is more powerful than we are. Yeah. Uh, that we, can, we can't fight them ourselves. But compared to Our Lady, they're dust. They're dust. You know, so... Uh, just, I, I want you to know, by the way, I have this rosary beads in my hand 24-7. The only time they're not on my in my pocket or in my hand is when I'm in the shower. That's it. Mm. Mm. That's very beautiful. Smart. Yeah. The devotion to Our Lady is just so very important. And she tells us over and over again in all of the church-approved apparitions, she says, pray your rosary, pray your mm. rosary, pray your rosary. Oh. So she's she makes herself... Um, very available to us. We just have to reach out. So I haven't, I'm, oh, we're going to, well, this will be our last question until after the uh, break. Yeah. Uh, after the break. So we'll, we'll uh, start it, but we'll have to take a break here in a minute. Um, have you ever done anything in spiritual warfare specifically on overcoming addiction and how much of addiction is demonic and how much is purely human weakness? I mean, we, we can look out into the world right now and it looks like all of demons have 
you know, broken loose. Every, you know, there's all kinds of manifestations going on. If you think about the anger and the hatred and the rage mm-hmm. that's being displayed all over social media, um, all over, in you know, protests. in protests and all of this. Um, some of it's got to be, a, you know, attached to addictions. And what do you do if you have an addiction? Is it is it demonic? Is it a weakness? Is it both? Is it all of the above? And with that, I mean, uh, Stephanie posed that question. We're a little too close to the break uh, to jump into the answer. When we come back from the break, we'll hear from Monsignor. Make sure you pick up his book, A Diary of an American Exorcist, and check out their app on uh, that's uh, free. It's called Exorcism app. We use it. Catholic Exorcism.org. Oh, no, the app is Exorcism app. And then CatholicExorcism.org. We use the app uh, about weekly, I think. Uh, We used to, we prayed before the show using that app, the Umberlino Prayer. So check those things out. We'll be right back with Monsignor Rossetti to answer the question. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward Slash events register today. There is a growing need for well-formed, solid spiritual directors in the church today. The Avila Institute, in collaboration with Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction Program, offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards God. The program is grounded in Ignatian and Carmelite spirituality, based on a Catholic worldview, and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles and the new evangelization. This program offers both online and on-site classes. Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. I'm talking with Monsignor Reddit Rossetti, who's the author of uh, uh, A Diary of an American Exorcist and the founder of uh, St. Michael Center, uh, who's helping people get free. That's but right. uh, you asked a question before the break. Before that, one correction. Yes, yes, we need to correct that. So uh, the St. Michael Center for Spiritual Renewal is catholicexorcism.org. The app is catholicexorcism.app. Not, or just Catholic Exorcism is right. the name of it. Right. Um, the thumbnail looks, you know, all the word you see underneath it is exorcism, but yeah. it's actually, you search for Catholic Exorcism and you will find the app. Perfect. So the question was, before the break, many people are suffering from addiction, you know, pornography, drugs, alcohol, sex, you name it, food. How much of that is demonic and how much is it just human weakness? And how do you distinguish the difference? You know, how do you know when you need to reach out for spiritual help? That's a great question. And and the reason why I like it is because it really focuses on a lot of our work and how to deal with these issues. As a licensed psychologist, as well as an exorcist, uh, I see both sides of that psychological and spiritual side. Here's what usually is the case. Usually, uh, when someone comes to us who is possessed or oppressed, usually there's a combination of psychological weaknesses, which Satan is an opportunist and takes advantage of. So, for example, we had a priest come to us who was being tormented 
by uh, scrupulous thoughts that I'm not worthy, the Lord hates me, and they've just been pounded by this negative self stuff. Well, there were some real wounds, psychic wounds that he needs some healing from. So the, he was in therapy, which is helping a bit, but it wasn't doing everything. So he came to us, we prayed over him about you know five times, and his problems, which were this big, now became that big. Mm. So Satan's an opportunist. He will he knows your weaknesses. He will jack them up. He will you know stick a knife in it and twist it. And so most of the cases we have, especially the tough cases, we will have the person in some sort of healing uh, work, some sort of psychotherapy with a Catholic therapist, and and some uh, prayers of deliverance as well. And usually the combination are, are most effective. Okay. Well, out of curiosity, how is it that the we've worked with therapists before and, and uh, victims and exorcism and that sort of thing, but how, how it does that therapy, what's the most common way it benefits somebody in that scenario? Well, it depends on the, the kind of problem, you know, uh, sometimes you want to use cognitive behavioral therapies. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you use psychodynamic therapy. So depending on the type of disorder, uh, you kind of use the, the therapy, which is most appropriate. For example, with depression today, cognitive, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, and a combination of meds are usually the, the treatment of choice. And, and that's, yes, okay. And we, yeah, I've worked with a seminarian once who was, became an atheist in the seminary, oh. but it was because of obsessive thoughts that he had. Yeah. And so I took him through all the spiritual work, and he was willing to do all of that and uh was very submissive to making sure he's praying even though he didn't believe he was doing all of it that didn't get him free we taught him divine, uh, discernment of spirits that didn't get him there he didn't seem to be oppressed in any way just obsessive thoughts but then uh i asked the psychologist to help and then we tried uh behavioral therapy and that didn't work and so that, as a last resort we went to medication and everything cleared up. So it was obviously, I guess you would call that a chemical issue mm -hmm. that medication was able to help him. So I've, I've witnessed the two working together, you know, very well. Uh, in this case, there wasn't much on the deliverance side, but uh, God be praised. We have Catholic therapists who are, who are committed to this. There's a question I want to make sure we get to. It's the title of the show uh, that somebody asked. And that is, uh, can um, someone who's possessed, actually make it uh, to heaven? And if so, how does that work? Whether someone's possessed or not, because I've had several possessed people say to me, if I die and I'm still possessed, will I go to hell? The answer to that is not really. Um, the, the demons, well, possession, what do they possess? Do they possess your soul? No. They possess your free will? No. They possess your, your body and they can in, infect your mind. Salvation is in the in the spirit, in the soul, in the in the will. You know, so uh, as a matter of fact, there have been saints who have been possessed as a uh, trial. Uh, uh, Saint Mary of Jesus crucified, the little the little uh, the little arrow. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Gemma, we uh, there was a point where Gemma Galgani looked like she was possessed. So uh, it's and actually, it's shockingly uh, sometimes being possessed can be a grace. Because you you learn the truth yeah. when we when when someone's liberated after coming to us, they're in the front pews of the church because they learned about the truth about God about Jesus 
about the Blessed Mother and about the saints and about Satan. So, you know, being possessed actually can, can be a, a tough and difficult, but, but a real grace. Right. It's certainly um, easier to uh, distinguish the light from the dark if you're experiencing tremendous darkness. So here's another question for you. How can we find where demonic attachment or influence is affecting our family life? You know, and then what do we do as Catholics to clean that up and how do we keep it from returning? Well, uh, as you uh, mentioned earlier, uh, uh, Stephanie, that uh, Satan with the signs of Satan, you know, anger, rage, discord, well, the first signs of Satan's uh, presence is conflict and discord. And that's why um, you and I and all of us are very concerned about this country, that the discord and conflict and violence is, is just through the roof. So when we see those sorts of things, the, 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 the remedy is fairly, fairly uh, uh, direct. You start saying the rosary, you go to confession, go to mass, that sort of thing. You do all the Catholic things. You know, most 99, maybe 80 percent, certainly of, of demonic problems can be taken, uh, can, can be dealt with through these normal practices of the faith. Uh, the problem comes is when and this is very common it, uh, that people say, well, you know, my family's broken apart. My my husband, my wife doesn't go to church. My sons are estranged from me. What do I do? Well, that's tough. I mean, you, of course. Reminds of St. Monica, she, she basically prayed St. Augustine back in the church. So don't underestimate the power of prayer, being faithful yourself. And in our deliverance sessions once a month, our online deliverance sessions, often people will come and bring in their heart with them, their family members. So pray, 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 pray. If you can get your family members to pray together, especially the rosary, that'd be wonderful. Wow. Yeah, that'd be really beautiful. Um, Here's another question for you. If we can't get to you, oh, well, we've talked about this, I think. Um, so we can we can go to the uh, catholicexorcism.org and sign up for uh, the sessions that you offer online. And so that was at the beginning of the show. So check that out. Um, how often is it true when people become fully possessed that their spiritual foundation is a wreck, that they're not sacramentally sound? Like what are the open doors that... Uh, and end up getting us in these situations? Well, I'd say there's a couple types. Sometimes people are possessed because, frankly, it's their own fault. And uh, typically, I give three steps on getting possessed, which you know people unfortunately do. Stop practicing the faith. That The faith is your shield, as Ephesians 6 says. It's true. I mean, we're being uh, uh, attacked by demons all the time in our ministry, but the Lord protects us because we, we're faithful the best we can. So practice the faith. Two, then they, some uh, inner wounds, serious sins. Uh, so people start committing serious sins. We all know what those are. People are doing them. And then start doing some occult stuff. So, you know, Ouija boards, magic, witchcraft, all that kind of stuff will open, open the door to Satan. So if you do those things, you know, frankly, it's your own fault. There are others who get possessed, and it's not their fault. And it doesn't seem fair, but as your mother used to tell you, when you're growing up, life is not fair. You know that, for example, we had a, we had a, a, a young woman who was possessed. Turned out she grew up in a family where they were doing uh, excuse me, doing abortions. That uh, one was a doctor, and the family was involved in the in the abortion industry, and so she became possessed. Other times, we have people who uh, grow up in uh, families practicing witchcraft. Santeria, 
all those sorts of voodoo. And so the, the parents bring them to these sessions and uh, they get they end up getting possessed. So sometimes it's a person's fault. Uh, sometimes it's not. Yeah, I had a, there was a thank you for that. There's a commentator recently that came that was speaking publicly about possession and the Eucharist. And it's interesting because, you know, St. Teresa of Avila had a vision. She, uh, well, she was was revealed to her in a, uh, when she was at a mass. This is in the book of her life. Their priest was actually possessed because of mortal sin. Mm-hmm. There were two demons wrapped around his neck at the time. Yeah. He was offering mass. Um, he, she said the Lord revealed to her that it was to teach her that the mass is valid regardless. But in the case, in this situation, the demons were cowering at the Eucharist. You know, they were afraid of the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard uh, this about this commentator saying somebody who's possessed can't take the Eucharist, which seems to be contradicted by this vision. Um, what What are your thoughts about that? It depends on the case. Uh, the uh, we've had some people possessed. Some sometimes they can receive the Eucharist. Uh, it's one priest said once, he said, I can tell someone's possessed right away by having them say the Our Father. If they can't say it, then they might be possessed. Not true. In other words, sometimes possessed people will be manifesting, and when they're manifesting, typically they can't do uh, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so but not always. Right. Uh, but typically, I mean, we've got a couple of cases right now where uh, two of them right now, and the person says, you know, I go to the mass and I, I just hear the demon screaming and I feel awful. I feel sick. One person, one possessed person says, I, I try to go to mass. And I feel like I can't even walk through the door. I, I blank out. So there is a, uh, are times when fully possessed people just can't walk in the door of the church, but uh, not always. It, it, it just, each case is different. So friends, I want to make sure you, you pick up uh, Monsignor Rossetti's book, A Diary of an American Exorcist, that you check out the Catholic Exorcism app, that you check out uh, catholicexorcism.org, and all of the resources that he has there for you. And also, he will be speaking at our upcoming summit at Catholic University, and that's July 15th through the 17th, and along with uh, Bishop Strickland, Father McManus, um, Kathleen Beckman, Stephanie and I will be there. If you can't, you, you, we still have a few seats open uh, for you to be there physically. And you can, uh, but if you can't be there physically, you can also get a virtual seat. So go to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events. And if you think uh, Monsignor's interesting on the radio or on live stream, uh, even more so in person. He's a man given over to God and given over to helping souls to get free. And, and these men who do this work are just a delight to be a part of. So Go to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events. And with that, until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.